This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm, I'm just going to get right to it. I'm holding a press release, okay? A record 31.4 million Americans to wager 7.1 or excuse me, $61 billion on the Super Bowl. The results are clear. Bill Miller of AGA President and CEO says the results are clear. Americans have never been more interested in legal sports wagering. The growth of legal options across the country not only protects fans and the integrity of games and bets, but also puts illegal operators on notice that their time is is limited laying down the law casey laying down the law what do you make of just that big number the, of course it's a record number so of course it's, yeah. it's it's a big deal but also just the statement like to the illegal operators that we're coming for you we're going to get this thing legalized all over the place and and get our money off of it but you know when you look at a number like 31 million americans planning to bet those aren't people who weren't betting before right they're people right. who are migrating their action away from the corner bookie or, or an offshore website and so you know, I think we're making real progress there, and certainly more and more states coming online makes that a little easier. So we've got 10 more states that are legal now than they were last year's Super Bowl. So, you know, a lot more activity going on in the legal market, a lot more visibility, and that comes with the safeguards that only exist in the legal market. So we're excited about it. What do you think, Casey, We it looks like when we get to as much as possible to 100% legalization around the country? Like, where do you envision it? What does your imagination say this could end up being? I mean, I, I have no idea. I, I truly tried hard to not be in the prognostication business. And, like, I think before the Supreme Court ruled, it was which way are they going to go? And then it was what states are going to come next and what's it going to look like? And I think if anyone would have told us in May of 18 that we'd be at 33 legal markets plus D.C. today, we'd, we'd, have, you know, we'd have all picked the under. Uh, and so – I think we're pretty happy with where we are. You know, $56 billion in handle last year across the country is massive. So I, I don't have any idea how far this goes. But there's, you know, look, New York coming online and having a, a month of $1.6 billion plus in handle is massive. You look at what California could do, what Texas could do, what Florida could do. You know, my my home state of Ohio and Quentin will come back to you leaving my Dayton Flyers off of your list of, of uh, college games that you're announcing. But <laughs> You know, I think, uh, you know, there, there's, um, you know, Ohio's going to be big. Massachusetts is still hanging out there. Big sports market. Like, th- there's still a lot of untapped opportunity that I think we're still waiting on, but certainly going to be big. 
Casey, have the numbers at the retail shops went down or up since last year? You know, like you mentioned with mobile betting being an option because it's just changed so much. And we'll see the numbers after the Super Bowl, but it's a lot different where now you don't have to go to AC or Vegas for the game if you want to place a wager or have a local bookie. Now you could just jump on your phone. But does that hurt the uh, local shops or the sports books? Not really. I mean, what you're seeing, and, and yeah, we're going to release kind of total 2021 numbers for all of gaming next week. But I think you're looking at something like, you know, brick and mortar casinos are up significantly and table games are up and slots are up. And yeah. so I think everything, you know, this is a rising tide lifting all boats scenario. And, and I think that there was a fear for a long time that it would be somehow taking money away from one to, to fund the other. But I think what we're seeing is that people like an omni-channel experience where they could go have the experience of going to the new book at Nath Park or, you know, uh, betting on their phone in, in Arlington. I think that there's a lot of opportunity for people to do whatever they want to do. And the benefit of this industry is we're really good innovators and we figure out ways to get to our customers the way that they want to be got, they want to be uh, approached. We're joined now by Casey Clark of the American Gaming Association on the Roman video line. If you're listening, check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. You, I mean, you have to check it out. His background with all the hockey sticks is it's its actually one of my go-tos and the, the basketballs. And it's there you go, Adam. Go full screen on him. That, he means, baseball. I'll, I'll move. There's baseball bats, too. I'm just, oh, I like I'm that. In front of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I like that. I got I to gotta pimp out my uh, my home office as we move forward throughout this Zoom era. Um, I got a, another question for you. So with all these numbers flying around about the success stories when it comes to gambling, to me it kind of feels like the legalization – of the sport is kind of like a more so a, a win opposed to an if. So are there still any like clear hurdles that are maybe more obvious than I can see that are that are um, maybe kind of deterring from that traction that I believe this is where this is headed? You mean further legalization in other markets? Is that right. What you mean? Yes. Yeah. Look, I, I think that what's what's unique about this industry is that it's a state by state marketplace. And so what's right for DC and we could argue about whether they've yeah. got it right or not, but that's a different, that might be another hour of conversation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but like what's right for Virginia is different than what's right for Maryland. What's right for California might be different than what's right for Ohio and Utah may never get there because there's just strong objections to it. And so I think that, you know, what we've proven is that there's only, you know, Americans love to bet on sports. And so what we're doing now is is by legalizing this across the country in different markets, we're giving them a viable legal alternative to what they're already doing, right? And it, that only in this market are we giving them the right kind of protections and safeguards. And so, and, and the states are benefiting pretty significantly. You know, I think that they're getting over half a billion dollars in tax revenue. So it's a ton of, uh, of opportunity that exists right now for consumers, for I think the integrity of competition is better when we all have insight into what this activity looks like. I think that betters can can be sure that they're going to be paid out, you know, and all the things that come in between that. So it's a it's a big opportunity. I think we'll continue to see progress on kind of chipping away at those states that haven't gotten there yet. You mentioned D.C. and you mentioned Virginia. And for folks who haven't listened to our other shows where we've kind of broken down the legalization between those two states, can you give listeners some insight into why DC didn't do things the way that Virginia did. Because listen, I, I sometimes find myself frustrated by needing to be in a certain quadrant of DC when in the state of Virginia, I just have to have, you know, uh, to be in the location in order to bet legally online. Yeah. And be anywhere in the state, right? Yeah. You can use the phone for any app and, and any of the, the legal apps that exist. And there's a lot of them. So I, I, I don't, <laughs> 
I don't really know why the district decided to go with this route rather than a, a more market centric kind of capitalistic thing, which I think would have created better options for consumers than, than the current one. I mean, you just look at the numbers of what the retail books are doing and what, you know, what the Caesars book is doing here near Capital One, you know, right a few blocks away from where I am now, like they're crushing it. And so I think that the difference is uh, the experience that, that, um, that the, the experience that consumers get by working with experienced operators like BetMGM or like Caesars, I think is a much different experience than, than what you're going to get. And, and I think that, you know, it's the way the district approached it is just clearly not providing the returns that that they were sold on. And so I hope for people in the district that at some point they revisit that and look at opportunities to give that MGM and Caesars and FanDuel and the other legal operators in the district access or give district residents or visitors access to those operators in a more you know uh, comprehensive way, because it, it doesn't make sense the way it's working now. They're just leaving money on the table. Uh, Casey, what do the numbers or the percentages tell you about, like, because if you weren't, you know, legally betting on the Super Bowl back in the day, it was squares or it was casually betting with your buddies, you know, 20 bucks on the Rams or $20 on the Bengals with no odds. Uh, what do the numbers tell you about that? Has that went up or down, like, as far as, like, Super Bowl squares and other, uh, you know, wagertainment type things? It's kind of all going up, yeah. which is interesting. You know, I think people just... I, you know, again, we talked a little bit about the rising the, the rising tide raising all boats thing. I think that the more exposure that legal sports betting has, the more that people are interested in the opportunity and they're kind of taking advantage of what's closest to them. So, you know, look, we don't want to be the fun police either. You want to have a, 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 a squares game with your family or your colleagues. I think that's, you know, that's okay. I just think you've got to make sure that yeah, there's some fundamentals here. You got to make sure that this is still entertainment for adults. This is still fun, right? Make sure you're staying within your limits. Just just have a game plan and bet responsibly, and then it can be a really additive part of the experience of watching the Super Bowl or or anything. It's just it can't be the only reason you're doing. Well, really quick to add on to that. So, could you tell us a little bit about haveagameplan.org? Because obviously, you know, we're doing the show and we all like betting on sports responsibly, a couple dollars here and there, as we call it, like pizza money. But uh, you know, the concern is obviously some people that don't know when to stop or could obviously develop a habit or a problem. Yeah, look, and it's, a, and it's been a concern that I think everybody that's in this business shares. And certainly, you know, MGM and BetMGM are great partners of the campaign and helping us kind of inform consumers who might be exposed to this for the first time really understand what it is, you know. And so we're, we're focused on making sure that the public understands what sports betting is, where they can do it legally, how they could set the right kind of limits for themselves and, and ensure that it's something that's fun for them to do. And then ultimately provide really easy access to help if you, if you can't treat it that way. So, you know, we're, we're heavily focused on making sure that we have an informed public and a protected consumer. And so, you know, with partners like BetMGM and others, you know, we're, we're really advancing things really, really, uh, really quickly. And I'd say kind of here in the district, which is really interesting, we've got the, the commanders are, are part of the program, Monumental Sports, so the Caps and Wizards are part of the program. And so, you know, we've got more than 20 partners who are, who are really actively helping to to push this consumer education message, and, and we really appreciate it. Casey, it'd be a disservice if I didn't ask you this before we let you go. We need Super a pick Bowl from pick. you. Super Bowl. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Rams. You can give me a spread pick. You can give money line, whatever you want to do. Of course, you know the number's four and a half in favor of the Rams. And also, yeah. before you give me a side – Gatorade color, orange, <laughs> blue, clear. Oh, what, what's your lean in both of those? You know, well, I'll tell you, like, what's disappointing to me is, as someone that's old is that, like, why don't they just have yellow Gatorade anymore, right? It's not right. going to be yellow. Like, why can't we just have the lemon-lime Gatorade? You know, so 
my money would be against yellow Gatorade. I don't know. You know, I think there's a lot of red and a lot of yellow, a lot of orange. I'd pick one of those. Um, uh, the you know, more the our research suggests that most Americans are going to bet on the Rams. That you know, 55% of people are going to put their money on the Rams. I'm a native Ohioan, so you know my my money would be on the Bengals, but straight up and down. And I think, look, I think it's been an exciting year for for Joe Burrow and that team. And I just think, you know, but it's been exciting for for Matt Stafford's kind of revitalization in LA too. So who knows? I just think it's going to, you know, these playoffs have been amazing to watch as a sports fan. And so I'm I hope we get the same kind of treatment this weekend as we did the rest of the playoffs. Casey, thank you so much for joining the show. Can't wait to talk to you soon. And I should have known that was a loaded question, none. Native of Ohio. Of course you're going with Joey Cool. You have to. Thank you for joining us. Can't wait to talk to you soon. All right, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Talk to you soon. That's our guy. That's our guy, Casey Clark of the American Gaming Association, joining us on the Roman video line, which we're still trying to get some extra dollars (laughs) for the video line.